get burnt out sometimes from doing too much. Do you ever get that? Yes, dude. I have two jobs and three mistresses. Of course I get burned out. <laughs> you out of your mind? I'm dating three Latinas right now in Spain. Like, you think I'm not burned out? I'm always checking behind my fucking back, making sure I'm not getting stabbed by one of these. Well, I mean, I things. don't. Why have you decided to do that? <laughs> Sounds like you've made things really difficult for yourself. You couldn't have said that in a more British way. You're like, why have you decided to do this? <laughs> Sounds like a horrendous idea, <laughs> my lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done, I would, I like to say I've done zero preparation on like before. That's fine. Cause now you're a regular, when you're a regular, it's like, you know, yeah. you don't deserve preparation with all due respect. I don't want preparation. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, when you, when you don't know someone, you kind of want to have a few topics ready just in case. Like, yeah, sure. But we don't need that. I mean, it's weird when I've done interviews where they've done prep, but it's like really old information. It's like, like yeah. they ask me stuff that I was doing in like 2016 really okay yeah they find some tweets that (laughs) yeah well it's it's stuff that does well i guess when they google you the things that pop up are in a random order right and they start asking you yeah really outdated things it's like that's beautiful because i brought you on today to talk about (laughs) the war in ukraine it's crane crazy out there yeah yeah Uh, Uh, roe versus wade Ugh. Mm. i know me and you both live in america i'm I'm, i support russia so (laughs) you know there's this one i don't know if you ever watched uh, nathan for you have you ever seen nathan yeah. for you yeah, yeah yeah and he has to go into an interview and he has to say exactly what the guy's saying uh in his <laughs> in his ear and he's like yeah my mother fought in the in the in the war he's like which war like the war in afghanistan uh oh okay he's like yeah she was on the iraqis or on the afghanis <laughs> or something like yeah, that yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah i love so that, that show I love it. It's such a cool cultural experiment. You get to see in someone's like psyche, like what they are as a person when they're unguarded. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're married. Of Speaking of people seeing am, into yeah. your psyche, big flex. I am. Yeah, yeah. I got I got married uh, a couple of months ago, um, and I live in a, a little flat apartment. Sorry. You don't say flat. <laughs> I live. I live in... Is there people offended by that? Is that what we're at? <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're, I know how sensitive you are. <laughs> how dare you fucking say um, that? I've got. Uh, I was in like a shared house, probably. I think last time we spoke, it must have been. And uh, it's it's. I'm in a little two bed thing here, which is good because I've got this little office um, from for my streaming, which is it's really nice, man. It makes a difference, like compared to in lockdown when I was streaming every day from my bedroom and then you could just see your bed from the corner of your eye and it's like that's all yeah. you do that was a bit depressing you know so you got married mostly for the benefit of the room <laughs> situation yeah <laughs> nothing about the wife no nothing like was no you said nothing specific you just said oh mm-hmm. yeah i've got a new room it's pretty dope <laughs> oh did you want me to talk about my wife <laughs> i mean you know, if you don't want to, obviously not. But, oh, I don't mind. Uh, I, yeah, I figured no, she's where you were going a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's uh, she's not in the in comedy or or the arts or any of that nonsense. She she works in fashion. And, oh, nice. Uh, it's it's good. That's I think, literally to... the arts. <laughs> That's literally the arts. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's more of a salesy thing, though. Um, and it's good to. I think it's good to be with someone that's not in the same thing that you do. I think because you get a nice break from it. Um, I imagine. But like, if if I married a comedian, you'd just be talking Ugh. about that constantly, and that'd p- probably be a bit annoying. Nightmare, probably. Yeah, like you're trying to oh funny, oh funny each other as well. It's like, ugh. that would be weird. Like, if we were both doing like like the Edinburgh Fringe, for example, at the same time, that could be quite difficult. If if one of you is having a great time and the other's like getting terrible reviews, or like you're at the you know. 10 years into your career and she's just starting or she's a couple years in and she sees like your success mm. and like I don't know, maybe jealousy seems exactly I don't know. that's weird though isn't it do you think that's an abuse of power when a established comedian dates like an open micer is that weird <laughs> you t- have you ex- i don't know have you had experience uh, 
I wouldn't do that personally. I know guys that, that do that. I don't know. I think that's a bit. No, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't do it either. That seems. If yeah. I was a comedian, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but I was like, I was talking to this girl. She's like an accountant. I'm like, I don't even. I don't think that's it either, though. <laughs> that's all right, isn't some- it? I don't know. I think you need a little bit of something. Give me a little spice. Like, accountant is like the farthest left of creativity possible. Okay. And like, you know, what I'm yeah, saying? you need it- something a little bit closer. I know what you mean, but I, I, it depends if she's a, a creative person or she's into stuff. Like, like I went, I remember ages ago, I think it was just before lockdown, I went on a date. as the last date I went on before I met my wife. And she was so not into anything that I was into. I thought it was crazy. I remember, yeah, I was telling her, like, maybe I want to get into, like, filmmaking and stuff. And she she said, um, she said, oh, well, if you want to make something like Fast and Furious, that will be quite expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I swear that's what she said. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was such a weird thing to say. And it's like. Yeah, I don't know how that... And she wanted to see me again. That's what I found really weird. She was loving it. She's like, yeah, this guy totally gets it. He's going to make a Fast and Furious movie soon. Yeah, I think that's what she thought I was... I don't know. It was really odd. But I I think that's... It's crazy when you meet someone who you... Even if it's not a date, just talking to... You know, like, if you ever had... Like, for me, I've got two older brothers... And I have to sometimes go over and meet their in-laws and all of that stuff, you know. And when you have to talk to people, you've got literally nothing in common with... It's brutal. It's brutal. It's like you're sinking and like like you're in the water and you don't want to swim. You're just like trying to stay afloat. That's how it feels. I'll tell you what it is though. In in the UK, uh, football is if, ah, if the other yes. yeah. If they're into football, you're absolutely fine. You can talk about that for hours. But then if they're not interested in any sport at all, then it's like oh god. But you're a little too obsessed with football. It's a bit of a problem. Uh, maybe it's a, bit of a problem. Maybe. I know I can tell <laughs> it's like no no I can tell it's from first-hand experience I can tell you it's a problem because mm-hmm. one time I I was in Iceland doing a solo trip and I didn't know anyone there I met some lovely Brazilian ladies and uh, I met an English guy there mm-hmm. and I thought you know you can come along be a wingman as I you know go out this mm-hmm. other like Brazilian girl and she has a friend and man, I saw the strangest things happen. I, I, he was just acting like an absolute weirdo. And the girls from, were from London. They lived in London, but they were Brazilian. Oh. And they were telling me like uh, beforehand, they're like, yeah, like we don't really find a lot of interesting guys in the UK. They're a bit off. And I'm like, well, like, what do you mean by that? I don't even like, I don't even know what that means. But I, I just assumed like, yeah, okay, maybe you, you dated some weirdos. Sure. Like happens. And then I kind of started seeing it firsthand with this British guy. Like, so we were at a, a pub and beautiful two ladies i'm talking to one of them he's supposed to be talking to the other one keeping entertained keeping everyone happy afloat being a good wingman and then this like i want to say 55 year old lady from newcastle comes over and my Mm -hmm. guy was from newcastle and they start talking about football and i swear to god the way they were talking is like like they were married or something like he completely ignored the the beautiful brazilian girl Mm. for this lady that just like hey, if i'm newcastle yeah oh, this is a horrible accent i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah this season we're looking really good and like and then they went back and forth for like tw- i thought it would just be like a little conversation 20 minutes and their uh, friend is like is he gonna come back and talk to me <laughs> oh so and he then, didn't want to be in that situation <sighs> no man, i don't even know if it's that like there was nothing wrong with either they were both nice like sociable he was he's most certainly the problem i don't want there to be any possibility here of you coming away and thinking that one of the lovely brazilian girls was the problem he's 100 the the weirdo here because like we had an established group this random person mm-hmm. comes over like yeah say hi whatever but like come back to us no see i i think football should be the absolute kind of last resort thing to talk about yes and i think if if there's like if there's three of you and one of the people isn't into football i think it's not fair no go i agree because it can go on for ages and it's not yes. very nice. And then that one person just sits there awkwardly like a deer in the headlights, doesn't know what to yeah. do with their lives. It's not polite. <laughs> it's not polite. So you're, you and your wife support the same team or what's up? No, I mean, she's not really a big football person, but her family are all Chelsea season ticket holders. Oof, that's, which is, that's hilarious. And that gives you some material when you come, when you go over to her. Oh, it's great, man. I'm really, it is funny. I am glad that they're not incredible like they were. 
that would be quite annoying. Actually, um, actually really annoying. It would, yeah. And it's nice that my team are actually doing okay now. Uh, a lot better up than the Gunners. previously. Yeah, up yeah. the Gunners. About to win it, maybe, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. It's I don't know. It's really, yeah. I'd say it's kind of fifty-fifty now. Um, but I'm just, to be honest, quite happy that it's because I've got a season ticket and everything, so I'm there every other every home game, you know. So it's just nice to enjoy it, you know, and just be happy about it. You survive the the horrible times too, so you you know you don't take these times for granted. I get it. No, no, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Do you think you'll choke it it in the last three games or the last five? What do you think will? It's uh, it really depends. So it's Southampton at home on Friday. Yeah, which I I that tomorrow is that's tomorrow, tomorrow. and um, yeah, I've lost track. Um, That should be a win, and then it's then we go away to Man City, and that's really. That's the, the thing game. is, if you don't lose there, there's a, I'd say there's a good chance. If you look at fixtures, if Arsenal don't lose at City, even mentally, that is a massive thing. They are more like we're likely to lose that, though. I know that. Um, but then even, even if you lose, it's not the thing is, it's not completely over. But, it, you know, yeah. Uh, also, something we have on our side is that Man City are going for the treble. So, and, and they're in the, they got to play Real Madrid they're twice. Focused now. on on and yeah, I was gonna say like they're focused on Champions League, and I was kind of hoping they would lose. If I'm being honest, just so I can yeah, because I have Holland in my fantasy team. I'm like, dude, Pep benched him last game, 45 minutes. I'm like, this is unacceptable. I need him to play the full full 90. I know what you mean. Yeah, he he's still gonna he's still gonna get plenty of goals though for the, for the yeah. FPL. I wouldn't worry too much. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping that that could trip them up because obviously with them they do they want the treble definitely because man united did that back in 99 they would love that but but more than anything i'm sure they'd want the champions league yeah they've been knocked out enough times in semis exactly yeah they've not they they got to the final once didn't they and lost to chelsea which they really shouldn't have they shouldn't Um, have yeah i remember that as well terrible uh yeah so i'm hoping that will yeah Speaking of football, are you still are you still making like uh, regular pest contents, regular streams? How's that going? I am Lots not changed. as regular as Lots I was. Changed since we last time talked, I believe. I guess so. Um, well, lockdown ended, so I've gone back to live comedy, and I'm doing that quite a lot, which I absolutely love. It's my favorite thing, best thing ever. Uh, so it's hard being married and doing the live comedy stuff makes it a lot harder to stream regularly. And even with those, with the Pez streams, I try and put a lot of work in and a lot of prep and it's like, I have so much less time. So I do it, I try and do it once a week now, but I can't really. So Wow. It's cut down to once a week. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was three the times end of an era. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll, if I, you know, you never know. Like if I could get some free time again, then I'll just do it more. But at the moment. Can you not I'm outsource? Like, uh, in what way? Like, is there not a... I mean, now that you're doing well, you got a little extra cash. I assume. Is there not any ways you can outsource some of the work? And I so I get. I, I have a guy, Bradley Tannen, that edits for me, who's very good. Nice. So he edits the clips. But and still, just just doing it, just doing the actual stream is so tiring because you're in character the whole time and you're putting everything into it. So it's like you feel like you've done a live show, like on stage at the end. Yeah, of I can I can I can imagine that. Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah trying to weigh everything up and. Yeah, like I say, being married, you know, she wants to spend time with me and stuff sometimes, <laughs> you know. How dare she? <laughs> yeah. So selfish. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I've been traveling a lot for this. I've been doing a tour around the UK and I did one date in Dublin as well. Two shows in Dublin. And it's like, sold out? just yes. So the, the Dublin Beautiful. one sold out and they added an extra show, which sold well. Well, is it a big, are you doing bigger places? What's the size? of? No, it's, it's kind of, it kind of varies. Usually it's like, really what I want to do is like hundred seaters. Hundred's um, like the sweet spot, right? That's what they for say. For me. Yeah. For me at this point, that's very good. And then, you know, cause even if you don't sell that out, if you sell like 60 or even less, it still feels full enough. Um, right. I'm not at a level where I'd be going for sort of three, 400 seats right now. But I'm, I'm not, I don't have that profile. Um, but what I'm about an American tour? Can you do it? I'd like to do of, it. Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, it's just it's hard because, like, I don't know if we spoke about this last time, but I wanted to move over there for a little while. Uh, 
a while ago. I was like, I had my heart set on like moving to LA and trying to do things that way. Uh, but you'd need a, an artist visa, I think, which is like 5,000 pounds. Whoa. Which is quite a lot. Um, unless you get on something like if you get booked to do like Conan or whatever, then they sort all of that out for you. But if you want to do it yourself, it's, it's quite difficult. So I'm, I, yeah, I have to kind of wait and, um, I guess I need to try and make some contacts in America, but like they do like, so I'm doing the Edinburgh fringe again this year and they do have people from shows like Conan come and see shows and stuff. Uh, so there's always a chance, but, um, yeah, hopefully one day. It's a, it's a long grind. The comedy game is like, it seems like it's a long, long, slow grind. It is, but like, you but know, it's like you, you love it. So it is. And like, you feel yourself get better over time. Like the more you're on stage, you know, if anyone listening wants to start stand up, it really, the best advice is you just get on stage and just keep doing it. And it's the, yeah, the hours you put in on stage, you just will get better and better. And then things like writing performance or just, it all just kind of falls into place. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know it's a slow process, but like I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. Yeah. How, how do you, I didn't, I don't think we talked about this before. How do you write your material? How do you come up with stuff? What's your process like? So for a while it wasn't, I mean, I don't sit down and write. Um, I don't sort of allocate time Ever. to sit down and write. Not really. I mean, I, I always, I have ideas in my mind. Like I make bullet points on my phone. Yeah. And then when I've got, so like over here we have, um, you have new material nights where like established comedians can go up and do just like 10 minutes and just try bits out. Wow, and then 10 got, minutes. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got like Edinburgh previews we have to do where you're testing out your show. And then when you book one of those in, that's when you actually get the pressure to, to write. But I never write, like I never type out every single word kind of thing. I like having it like bullet points and knowing where the punchline is uh, because I like it to be a bit loose on stage. I don't want it to feel like a, scripted monologue you know what i mean interesting yeah yeah I yeah get it. yeah so it's just yeah it's like so for the new show like um you know a lot there's been a i've got a lot of material about getting married and stuff uh, uh that's my, why you got married i fucking knew it dude exactly that's, exactly the my material. wife my <laughs> wife's white room. my wife's white as well so there's plenty of stuff you know for the people that are listening Bilal is not white if you didn't yeah guess yeah. that from his name <laughs> yeah yeah, so there's just so that's been good. I mean, it's weird, man. To be honest, like um, I'd say writing is probably for me that's the hardest part of all of it. Yeah, um, and it just things just sort of come out of nowhere. Um, I know there's people that that like wake up and do like type out like a stream of consciousness for like twenty minutes or whatever, but I don't think that'd do anything for me. I've also tried that with video ideas and, and like make when you make sketch videos, it's, it doesn't it doesn't work. I need I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know what that thing is, but I, I need to catch it naturally. I cannot sit down and methodically try to just throw a bunch of shit on a page and hope something sticks. I don't have that. I don't know. I've tried it. It doesn't, it doesn't work, work really, does it? Like, I me. mean, for me, like my, my stuff is all like storytelling. So that that's quite good. Like, um, like, like it's just real things that happen as well. Like, for example, uh, on my wife's birthday, I put a little, I, I wrapped up when she was asleep. I wrapped up a little gift of these little cat earrings for her and left them on the coffee machine. The little, we got an espresso machine. And in the morning I was like, Oh, happy birthday. Can you go get me a coffee? And she was like, Oh sure. And then she went to the kitchen and she forgot and came back. And then I was like, Oh, can you get me a coffee? And then she has to, you know, and that became a little thing where I genuinely yeah. got annoyed at her for not getting me a coffee, you know? And like, that is like, that's a good, that's a good little, premise. Yeah. It's a nice little starting point. Obviously I exaggerate it in when I do it on stage sure. and make out like we actually got into like a full argument about it, but we, you know, we didn't really, <laughs> but it, yeah. So there's a lot of things that just happen that you can take and, you know, develop a little bit. Yeah. Is there, is you also have to live a little bit, I don't know, this may be a stupid question, but you have to live a bit more adventurously or uh, like do a bit more stuff to get that like natural flow of juices. Because I can imagine if you were just at your desk streaming the, uh, like just streaming in comedy, like where would you come up with these moments? Like, where does it, where do you get the actual like con content? I mean, obviously your life is content in a weird way, but. Yeah. To be honest, that's it. I don't really, I never do stuff for the sake of material. Uh, stuff just just happens 
um, because yeah, outside of streaming and stuff, I am. There's all the pressures of even stuff like auditioning can be quite funny, you know. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Yes. Last Christmas too. I'm still waiting. I'm still holding out. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. <laughs> um, even um, still talking oh, to the mother of dragons or no? Are you still talking to the? I haven't the spoke of- to her for a while. No, I speak to Paul Feig sometimes, the director, because I'm friends with him on Instagram. Uh, he did like bridesmaids and. Um, He's done a bunch of really good stuff, yeah. So that's cool. Ghostbusters um, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shout. A, good shout. Yeah, he's All done right. a bunch of bunch of comedy films. Um, yeah, no, even like uh, the so the new show I'm doing. I say I don't know if you know about any of this, but um, so I was living in a shared house before in London, and we had a guy move in who was a bit weird, a bit of a drinker. And uh, I confronted him about something, right? He, he kind of went too far with something. And I confronted him about it. And then his response was, he told me and my housemate that he had files on both of us and that he was working for MI6, <laughs> the, you know, secret services, whatever. And he ended up calling the police on me and my housemate about five times over two days, trying to get us arrested. He said I was trying to stab him. You know? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you, um, did you stab him or no? I, st- I stabbed him, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he was right. I got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I'm, fair. I'm recording this from a prison, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, so you do have, yeah, stuff like that just happens. I mean, That's I guess material. it's... Yeah, it's, I guess it's different if you're... Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not rich or anything. Um, I think it's different if you're Jerry Seinfeld or whoever. Right. And, like, what does he do? I mean... What what's one of his days like? Where's the where does anything like? Imagine being that what's famous the deal as well. With Jerry Seinfeld, what yeah. does he do? <laughs> yeah, imagine where you're so famous, everyone just knows who you are, so they're all going to treat yeah, you a certain a way. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. That'd be a nightmare. It would. No one's going to be rude to him. No, really. no one's going to tell no. him, "Hey, bro, maybe you shouldn't do that joke you did 15 years ago again." <laughs> Yeah, I, not to take a shot at Jerry, but if I may take a <laughs> shot at Jerry here, I went to see one of his. I'm a massive Seinfeld fan. I went to see one of his shows. Uh, this is like in 2010, 2015. I can't remember what year it was, but it was well after Seinfeld, well after. And he did a joke that I remember watching on the show in the 90s. Yeah, and like half not- of the material I saw from the show. And I'm like, dude, I paid 100 bucks for this ticket. Like you got come on, bro. That's that's just bad etiquette. Like that's come on. And it's not like, Oh, it's this like revolutionary material that like it's his story. So I want to hear that story again. Like there's some comedians mm-hmm. that have this amazing story and you like, that's their signature. They, they tell it almost every time. And it's almost uh, always at the end where like they call him back on stage and he's like, ah, oh, it's like a throwback or whatever. No, and he was just mm-hmm. straight up using material from like the nineties. Like, dude, but he can, right. He can do whatever he wants. He can, but I was just, as I was a fan, I just became super disappointed. I'm like, man, well, I'm not no, I mean, look, I feel I feel that way with like so many of these guys like like Dave Chappelle. I used to absolutely love so much. He had like two specials out in kind of, I don't know, early 2000s, I guess. Um, they're both on like you can find them on YouTube. And I that he's like style of storytelling and everything. I used to love so much. Now, I think he's still good, but like he's nothing like what he was. And it's last few specials different. were weird. Last few specials yeah. were kind of. Weird. I'm not and really I I, into his stuff now, to be honest. Yeah, um, I had the same conversation with a few friends. Like that's something I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like he kind of, he kind of listened to the critics a bit too much, and it seems like he's tailoring his content and his content, his fucking comedy, in a way that's like you're addressing them too much, man. Like whereas before, oh yeah, you were so hyper aware of what you are, who you are, and what you mean, what you stand behind, and now it feels like that's like seeped in a little bit in the back of your head. Look at me, I'm a fucking psychologist here. But yeah, the point being like it's something's changed with the comedy. Like it's, I'm not the only one that said this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not good. It's not it's not classy, is it? Like you shouldn't no. care about what anyone says. You should just get on with your stuff. Also, he's too famous. Like he's he's too big a star now. Like if he goes out on stage in front of a big audience, he can do whatever he wants. And like, oh, you know what's quite funny? I, I heard um a while ago, I heard an interview with Eddie Murphy. It might have been on the on Mark Maron's, the WTF yep. that podcast. It might have been on that. And he was talking about why he stopped stand-up. And he said, because you know how famous he got. He was probably one of the most famous people in the world at one point, right? Um, 
he said he started going up on stage to try stuff out and he would just do a few facial expressions and everyone would be screaming in the audience. And he felt like he said, like, right, there's, there's no point. <laughs> you know? Wow. It's too yeah. easy. I think uh, Steve Martin also had that problem or another comedian. I can't remember. A lot of them must have it. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine a lot of them because people are so excited to see They're not even there to hear what the you're saying. They're just, they're just there to laugh at like you being there. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's weird. Exactly. That's gotta be a weird feeling. Yeah. But then doing comedy to a room where the majority of people don't know who you are, that's the best because there's a challenge. Yeah. There, really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. What's it? So we got a good story where you came into it. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've come into a lot of rooms where like no one knows you. And uh, what was it like? What was that? What's the difference? It's the best, like, man. It, it's so good. Cause like when you start, like, you know, you're doing your five minute you, over here, it's five minutes of like, um, just the open mic stuff. And the majority of the audience, half of them are other acts anyway. So it's like, you're not even really doing a gig really. Um, and then suddenly when you start doing actual places where it's just real people in the audience and like when it goes really well, that's, that's the best feeling ever. It really is. I mean, there's nothing like it, especially when you're quite new and you've got your little thing that you've prepared so much. And then it goes, you know, when you absolutely kill Out it, into the it's world. like, yeah, man. Yeah. Best feeling All ever. Right. Even, even now, like me. I got to do comedy. You've convinced me. Yeah, you should. I mean, I know, I know that's why you're asking. Cause I know that last time I, I'm sure that you hinted that you were interested a little in doing bit. It. I'm, a, I'm very fascinated by it. And I've slowly kind of become more open to the idea. Now I'd like, now I live in Spain though. Like I have no idea how the hell I would do it. I do they have the old... an English speaking little circuit there? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of English speakers here, especially now with a lot of digital nomads coming in. Mm, I'd have to really think about it. And I'd, I have to really mentally prepare myself to just eat dick for years. Yeah, sure. But I mean, at the same time, don't overthink it. Literally, you need to write down what you think is five minutes. The first time I did a gig, I don't think I even did. I probably did like three minutes thinking it was five minutes. Like nobody. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And and also it's probably better that you do less because there's probably too many people on anyway. Um, I have random ideas. Like I do the same kind of thing with you, but I just don't, like, I haven't ironed out any of my ideas. Like I just, I don't know where to go. Like the only way you iron them out is to do them. Right. So exactly. I, I I've written all kinds of random shit. I think the other day I, I wrote down, I saw, it was pretty funny. I saw an ad in, in Serbia that they were trying to like fix the air pollution problem. And these scientists came up with this amazing aqua thing that you put in the center of the city and you see all the algae catch the pollution. Oh, I've seen whatever. that. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, and yeah. I remember all my Serbian friends sending it to me like, like this was like revolutionary. Everyone in the community, oh my God, they're going to fix the air quality in Serbia. Like it's really bad. And the only thing that I could think of is like 60% of the population smokes. <laughs> 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 this is not a place that cares about air quality. Okay. Stop pretending <laughs> like you care. It's so like shit like that. Like this, there's something there. I just need to iron it out or into a, into a, well, it could also be a video. It doesn't necessarily have to be stand up. It could mm-hmm. be a video, but I haven't really figured yeah. out the secret sauce for that kind of stuff. Maybe it is a rant video. Maybe. Yeah. But if you look, if you want to get up on stage and do it, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's completely different, you know, completely, completely different, different animal. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think a lot of people focus on the, um, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know how you could do that and talk about you like you're doing this amazing thing. But it's like everyone focuses on all the potential negative stuff, right? Everyone focuses right. on like, oh, getting getting heckled, which doesn't even really happen much anyway. Um, really? Not really. You know, it's usually just right. people. It's just it's usually someone trying to join in or like talking to their friend. Then someone shouts. Someone's drunk. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's usually that, and and it's it's usually not even meant in a mean way to be honest it's it's really it's it's massively overblown in like in films and tv shows they make out really? like comedians are constantly getting heckled and it's like it's not not really a thing like that um yeah so there's like people are scared of heckling and like of course like dying on stage fair enough um but they no, no one ever thinks about how fun it is when it right goes well. when it goes it well is, that's true it's the best thing ever it's addictive you know it's like it's probably why you do it for years and years before you can even get anywhere um and there's people that do it wait there's people that are like open micers for like 10 years which is ridiculous <laughs> but it's um, not good but they keep going they just keep exactly going yeah exactly um yeah it's worth it i think is that feeling i was gonna ask you is that feeling of crushing on like because you know, you have that feeling when you make a few of your friends laugh and mm-hmm. then when you're on a roll in your friend group is like that, but 
to like five X something. I don't know. Like, cause I have that moment a lot where I'm just riffing and making my friends laugh, but mm-hmm. I can't, it's a different feeling. I, I imagine. Yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's weird. Cause it is a performance really. And there's all the stuff with timing and everything. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's so, but good. if you're funny, get- you're funny. Isn't that true? Like if you're funny, you're yeah. fine. You'll find a way to make it funny on stage. You just need to, you're obviously gonna have to refine and timings and all that, but but this is the thing. There's a lot of people that don't bother doing the refining. And those are the ones that don't get anywhere. There's people that I, I've, you see right. them go up and do the same stuff again and again that doesn't really work. And it's like, really, it's quite simple with comedy. It's just you you try some stuff out. Uh, you try and make it better. And then if there's a thing that doesn't work at all, you just get rid of it. It's re- right. That's it. I mean, people love to talk about it like it's this incredible art form and all of this like they make it what i mean is they make it sound really hard when right. they discuss it in that way but actually it's it's quite simple you know interesting i've been watching a lot of i don't know if you know this show it's called kill tony Have you heard of it oh i know what that is yeah yeah it's i've like not seen it but I, i'm familiar with it yeah uh it's like a podcast has been running it for many years now they have like 900 episodes and uh, tony hinchcliffe is the host uh, mm-hmm. They usually bring on another comedian, big, big name. Sometimes it's like Rogan. Sometimes it's like Tim Dillon, some of these American comedians. Uh, and then they have an open mic kind of situation and they pull names out of a bucket and comedians come up and do a minute. Yeah. And some of them are like seasoned vets. They're in the game for 10 years. They crush. A lot of them are like five years in the game and they're horrendous. They'll, and then once they do their one minute, they like rip on them and talk with them depending on what happened. Um, it's like a 10 minute interview and it's a really that's hard one show. minute is one really minute tough, is right? me like because because my stuff to a story in one minute no i don't know what i would do i'd have to do yeah really really short bits <laughs> you're one um, minute so my girlfriend's white <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. thank you <laughs> i'm not <laughs> thank, yeah. you. thank you <laughs> it's my time what did you think tony yeah <laughs> <laughs> do, do you, you celebrate ramadan or no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's your that's your second line of that joke. It's like I saw it coming on. She yeah. not so much. <laughs> yeah, no, she does. She's vegan, but she doesn't want to do fasting. Tony, I you don't believe you won't believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, happy Ramadan. It's it's today's last Thanks, day or tomorrow. Uh, today's the last day. Today's the last day. Yeah, so all it's right. Eid tomorrow. To he, it's, it's he told me he couldn't tomorrow. hang out. It's the last day. I'm like, all right, I'll fucking, I'll look this up. Make sure you're not fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's it's not like, allowed. That would be quite the excuse. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I can easily check that. Like, why would you lie to me? Yeah, it would be bad if he said the same thing next week. Right, and, uh, right. He's like, bro, yeah. they, ex- they extended Ramadan another week. It's like, they can do that? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, they can, they can. I'm like, oh, fine, all right. <laughs> Yeah. But this woke culture, I can't like call him out on it. They're like, no, it's not exactly. fucking Ramadan. He's like, you yeah. don't believe in my fucking religion, dude? Really? <laughs> are you, yeah. are you Evan? Are you working on a special as well? Are, are you? Is that on the cards? Like a uh, full so, special? Yeah. I know you so I uh, last year, right? Yeah. So the last one I put out was the show that I did. That was actually the show I did in 2016. That was really successful. So I just did it again and had it filmed and paid for it and everything. But this current, so the, the show that I've been touring, um, I've filmed, I had that filmed like six months ago or something by a, a company called go faster stripe, which are kind of a niche thing here, but they do some, they, they've done some quite big names. So they're, they're, they're pretty good. And that's going to be out probably in like a week or two. Um, oh, and it's quite sweet. good. It's yeah. It's like, it's um, so it goes on their website and it's, you pay like five pounds, um to download it and then i get a cut of the money and um, let's go yeah it's just a not you know no adverts or anything like that you just pay for it which is good system i think um, uh is it is it gonna be out next week what, what what day do you know what day i can't say it's gonna be a week or two so i can't how, yeah, how long is it it's about an hour oh you did a full hour wow yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so the that's shows great. you do at the edinburgh fringe it's always about an hour and um wow that's awesome yeah yeah, I'm thanks. Looking, yeah. I'll definitely check that out. I, I know you Thank also you. did some sketches as well. I, I really liked the last sketch you did. It seems like the, mm, the less and less thing. time for those. Yeah. No. Wait. Where is it? Not the. Is it the puppet thing? Yeah. 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 I just forgot the name of the the uh, meeting the dad. Yes. That's what it's yeah. Yes. So I did. So Richard Herring is a bit. He's quite a big comedian here, um, and I love him because he's like he's someone. He was on TV for a while, but he started doing a lot of stuff online, and he's built up a big, big 
like online following and he does stuff with a puppet and i wanted to do a little film with it with the the puppet is my dad that's basically what it is um, it was amazing uh, did you write that oh, thanks, you wrote man. all that yeah yeah there's oh, some bits brilliant. are improvised um that's the hardest i've ever like corpsed uh, a heart most i've ever laughed filming something it was really, oh, really? difficult yeah it was it was so stupid it, i found it really hard um yeah yeah i want i want to get into um i do want to get into filmmaking and i thought it would be nice to do a little i didn't direct it my friend did but it would be nice to yeah sort of do a little filmmaking in what sense because you've already kind of i mean filmmaking is a broad term Mm -hmm. like you've made oh i mean feature films feature films wow yeah so i studied that at university ages ago and i i've just been doing stand-up since really mainly and i'd love to go back and make like write and direct something i just i think films are like the best thing basically and i love it or no sorry sorry i interrupt you no, it's okay. What are you gonna say? Keep going. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think that they're just, yeah, films are the best thing ever, and they, you know, they exist forever. And just, yeah, I just, I, I it's love a them sacred so art much. form to you. Would you say? Yeah, massively. I'm a massive, massive film fan. Um, yeah, I think so. I've, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I, if I did something, I'd like it to be some kind of comedy drama thing. Um, but then the Did story is very other, important. On- would you build on any of the characters you've already kind of done? I mean, the school of acting seems like your best. Uh, for me, my favorite, maybe not yours. Oh, yeah, you love that, yeah. Um, <laughs> I really love those. I have a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, maybe, maybe something. I like that character because he's just, like, arrogant and out of his depth. I like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, something. I quite like films like, um, have you seen In Bruges? Yes, of course. Yeah, Colin yeah. Farrell and uh, yeah. the other guy for his name. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson. That's it. Yes, um, something like that where it's like I'd like something with a really good story where the characters right. are quite funny. Basically, you know, not an out and out kind of slapstick thing. Um, it's like a comedy, but it's not in your face. It's kind of like it's it's yeah. it's subtle. subtle. It's a little more subtle. That's what I like. That that's. Yeah. Guy Ritchie do a lot of those? Or am I thinking of someone else? No, Guy Ritchie or... does the um, over-the-top over British actions. gangster films. Yeah. Who made Snatch? Who made Snatch? Was it Guy he Ritchie? He did. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. Well, that's yeah. a comedy. That's a style of like kind of... Snatch is good, yeah. Um, yeah. He's done some more stuff, which I don't think. Have you seen The Gentleman? The that's new one, one with the uh, Afghan stuff? With like the war, like Did it have the war stuff? Uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Now we're thinking of two different movies. There's a new one that, believe it or not, is probably worse than the one you just said. Uh, the gentleman, yeah, I watched. You didn't like it? No, I'm sorry. It? Did you like it? No, don't apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Why are you apologizing? <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's stuff because the thing about Guy Ritchie is he's uh he actually grew up kind of rich, um, <laughs> with rich parents, and then he, he oh, okay. does these I thought you were gangster. working into a, a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, are you working no, no. material here with me? No, I'm not. I wouldn't do that to you. No. Um, he he grew up wealthy. I should have said. And like he he does this gangster thing. He's obsessed with gangsters and like yeah. you know working class thing, and it annoys me a little bit because I think it's not genuine. I mean, if you think that movie's bad, boy yeah. howdy, do I have, do I have a Guy Ritchie <laughs> movie that I feel I feel like you're gonna hate? Yeah, there's a new one called The Covenant. Oh, if I, I may like read. You've... Yeah, go have on. You seen that one? If you say you like this, this would be amazing. Please tell me you like this. <laughs> Please go tell on. me you like this. The Covenant follows U.S. Army Sergeant John Killey and Afghan interpreter Ahmed. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Sign me up. Did you ever see United States of Owl? United States of Owl? Owl. Like A-L. 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 No, A-L. So I I watched the whole thing on my stream. I did a watch along of the entire thing because it's so bad. It's so bad. I came on the stream one time. You're watching it. Yeah, I do remember this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. So I auditioned for the for the lead um, ages ago. No, and then I swear it's really weird, right? I I I just did like a self tape for it, and then I sent it off. I didn't get it. You know, whatever CBS. It was to be the lead in a CBS sitcom. You know, so it's quite exciting. You know, you don't hear anything back, and then you forget about it. And then I saw on Twitter that this clip of this sitcom was trending because it was so bad, like the trailer. And I I was watching it, and I recognized some of the lines from it. 
<laughs> and I was so confused. And then I realized it was that. I realized I auditioned for it and I couldn't believe it. It's um it, you reminded me because it's uh it could have been me, yeah. It's it's <laughs> a it's a sitcom about a um yeah, a war vet who served in Afghanistan who Oh um, my god, he, what the fuck? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, and he's he's Afghani uh, interpreter moves in with his family to try and teach him if I may yeah. imply here or ask, would you have been the bald white guy in the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's thing is, it's a brown guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Hank from Breaking Bad as well. I, that's the, and it's not like before he was fucking famous. It's after. That's what. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, I'll tell you something really funny that I yeah. I saw mentioned in. I was watching one of these ten things you might not know about Breaking Bad or whatever. When he auditioned, the guy who plays Hank, Dean Norris, that's it. When he auditioned for Breaking Bad, he thought it was a sitcom, right? <laughs> no way. Yeah. And then on top of that, he wanted to, sorry, spoilers. Well, I'll try and do it. No, don't fucking apologize. It's 10 it's years Breaking old. Bad. It's, it's more yeah. than that. Um, he wanted to get killed off earlier because he was offered a sitcom and they didn't allow it. So he was so obsessed with sitcoms, this guy. <laughs> and then now he was in this massive sitcom. Well, it, you know, it did really, really badly. It got cancelled after like two seasons. Um, this was his prize jewel. This yeah, fucking abomination. So, like, why? I don't understand. He's he's an absolute legend for being in Breaking Bad. being, And he's really good in it. He's so amazing. why is he so that's, obsessed that's what's with so confusing. sitcoms? Yeah, I, I, from what I've heard, everyone sort of, from actors I've heard podcasts with and stuff, they, they say that sitcoms are like the easiest thing to do so maybe it's that to get money easy to fucking rehearse i easy mean he was money, also in better yeah. call saul which is also amazing i don't know if you've seen better call saul yeah i have yeah i absolutely love it i mean he man he was in terminator too he was in total recall oh was he i didn't know he was in terminator yeah yeah known for terminator 2 judgment day and total recall <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> yeah it goes to show you oh he was also in big bang theory wow well yeah, well, that's yeah. That, there you go. That that's backs what up you your wanted. point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen those videos where it's like uh, Big Bang without the laugh, like the laugh track? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm gonna do. I might do that with United States of Al and put it really? online. Yeah, I might do that with some clips because it's so. I think it's worse. I think it's worse than Big Bang Theory. Some of the joke writing in it is unbelievably bad. It's brutal. It's really. It's. I'd rather watch a, a waterboarding than. Big Bang Theory at this point in my life. Yeah, I've never been into that. I, yeah, I've seen it. I, yeah, man, I can't imagine you could have been on that show, and then who knows where your career would be? Probably like ten times better, to be honest. Well, I would have been rich, <laughs> um, and I would have been that's true acting, I guess. But then I don't know if that's what I really want. It's hard, isn't it? I find it quite the whole balance of trying to do stuff that you think is respectable. And then stuff that's shit. I mean, like I, for me personally, uh, it's really important to me stuff like that. Like I really wouldn't want to be in something that I think is horrible. A lot of people. I don't agree. It. No, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm, but it's, yeah. it's 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 not a problem just in like the artsy space. It's not a problem in like every dimension that you're in. That's it's true. Like, I also think about it as well. Like I'm doing content from like on the side and I'm working for, with companies now helping them with their like socials and YouTube and like it, the pay is mm. good and I'm delighted, but ultimately like it's not, it's not it. It's not, it's like uh, it's like a girl that you really like. She's awesome. But like, you know, in the back of your mind, like that's not really what I'm here to do. Uh, this isn't mm. my purpose. So it's like, how do I find the balance of not throwing away everything to pursue the girl that I do want, you know? Maybe this is a, this is where the metaphor ends, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But but there yeah. has to be some sort of like rationality. Maybe 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 I'm not a creative enough person to think that I should sacrifice everything to just go full creativity. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it completely depends on your situation. When I started doing stand up, I was 21 years old, um, and I was doing day jobs at the same time. But they were always like temporary little jobs that didn't matter. You know, like sales things. And I work, I was a care worker for a little while. You know. Sure. People's home. Yeah, I remember you told me that they paid you yeah. fuck all. I remember. Yeah, that's that what the fun. show, the, the show that I'm been touring and the special that's coming out. That's what that's about. On those no. days. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about my. Will that be in the special? Place. Will that be in the special? Ah, bummed. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Nope. Um, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it depends. If I was, you know, if I had like a wife and like two kids, I probably wouldn't have ever done stand up because it's like you've got to put so much time into it and and the amount of traveling you have to do and everything and making no money for for a while. It's tough. Yeah. So I completely, you know, I, I'm not I don't think like oh everyone can do it. Everyone should try kind of thing. Like I understand like it's it's really hard and for me like like now like things are a bit better now but I don't really have any savings really, you know. I you know, it's um I I don't own the flat that I live in or anything. Yeah, I mean um, you were talking but, about Amazon stocks and you're like what what's a stock, dude? Like uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't even yeah, know what I stock don't. is. No idea. You yeah, you can yeah. own a piece of a company? How does that work? I'm like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're older yeah. than me, like. So, so that's what I've done. Like, I've decided I've gone for the creative, creative stuff over, right, the other life stuff, and it's like it's hard, you know. Sometimes it's like feel kind of bad because, like, my wife doesn't love her job at the moment, and I'd love if she could just quit and I could just pay for everything. I'd really love that, but that I can't do that right now. And but that's a temp- isn't that a temporary solution though? Like you need, she needs to find like what she- does she not have something that she loves? A creative? Well, yeah. I mean, I want her to do. I want her to be able to quit her job, and then she's got some creative ideas of her own that she'd like to set oh, cool. up an online business and stuff. But it's like you know that that could take years to get anywhere, and I wish I could. She could do that now, but I because it. I because I do this kind of work, not yet. I mean, the thing is for me, like things could change literally overnight in this work, like. I could land some kind of acting role or something that pays sort of, you know, 50 grand or something. That's the thing. It can yeah, happen. Sure. It's not, it's not happened for me yet, but yeah. So it's weird. It's, 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 sorry, go on. It's not that simple though. Like it's, I, I know what you're saying. I also, I, uh, coming from a little bit of a different perspective, I think of this way for like helping some other people around me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, obviously wife is a very different situation. I understand that, but I'm saying like, there needs to also be that for them there needs to be that moment. They need to know, like, do they really like this thing so much that they're going to mm. sacrifice and, and lose a little bit? In the, like, I, it seems like a weird way to say it. Obviously, yes, if you have the opportunity to help someone, do it. But that comes with a caveat, which is like, if you do that, have an understanding that that could backfire. You helping yeah. them out could also be detrimental to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, right? sure. But then it's also That's like, if, if we ever have like a family... You know, yeah, I don't want her to work anymore. Um, of course, that's that's yeah, that's that's pretty so it's, normal. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But also, it's it, it's just different. She's someone who has done everything in the tr- traditional way of studying hard and you know and everything and 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 trying to get jobs based on all of that, which I've not done. Like I didn't do any right. work when I was at university. I, I'm <laughs> all over the place, you know. So like I I understand for her, she's um she'd be worried if, if she just quit her job and had nothing for me, it's like r- I, risk I can do that. Yeah, I can do it. Cause I've always t- taken big risks, but it's like, she's just not that kind of person, which is fair. No, it's a, it's, it's completely how she's wired. You're what you're wired differently. Like exactly. Normal. And maybe the, the that's good I've, though. That's, maybe it's that's good that's to be really in a good. relationship with someone who has the opposite thing, you know, a yin and yang balance each other out. A little bit, <clears> otherwise you know? you'd both end maybe. up homeless. <laughs> Maybe let her handle the Amazon stocks. You know, you worry yeah. about being funny. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I bought 6,000 shares in this company in Thailand. I think it's going to be really promising. <laughs> How much were this? They were like half a cent a share. I think they're going to go really well. Yeah. My friend told me about them. They're big. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I think the big key for, for, at least for me, has always been like trying to find the next challenge, trying to find the next thing. The challenge challenge is big because challenge doesn't necessarily follow career. It could follow relationship. It could follow where you live. It could follow mm-hmm. so many different hobbies. Like I've started doing yeah. like martial arts. Like I, oh. I really, I love it. It's fun. It's, it's interesting. It's a challenge. You good at it? I suck dick. I fucking get strangled every. Oh, is that meant <laughs> to happen? Strang- <laughs> yeah. and, and I love it. And I have to pay for it. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, it reminds me. Did you used to play? You used to play GTA San Andreas, right? Of course, of course. Do you remember when you could go to the gym, like the boxing gym, and the guy sort of trains you, but he would just beat yeah. you to death if you lost? <laughs> Do you remember? It was yeah. quite weird. It's like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> It got serious in that gym, bro. Kind of yeah. realistic, you know. San yeah. gyms are in those areas. No, of the world, maybe. I totally get what you mean about a challenge. Like that's um, 
that's why. So like my my little sort of plan, sort of long term plan, create creatively is I'm going to do another show now in Edinburgh, another solo show, and then hopefully yeah. tour it, and hopefully it goes all well and everything. Um, and then after that, I want to try and write and direct a film because I think I, I want Beautiful. to try something new. I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to, but just just the start. I mean, imagine having a feature film made and finished. That must be the best feeling. You know, amazing. I'm sure it's amazing. With, right? I'm sure. I, I I've only had a one one percent of that in like dropping like a, a really long video that I did really well. Like I dropped a forty minute yeah. video that did well, and it has like yeah. a story and a structure, and it has jokes, and it has like the conclusion. It has like not a, I wouldn't say a plot, but it has something to one percent of that extent, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh damn, people like that. That was cool. Like that's and that's in the universe forever. Like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's invaluable. That, that feeling of, of that success is kind of invaluable. It feels then you, but the thing is with like artists and people that are creative, then like you're off to the next thing. The the rat race continues. Like, ah, oh, that was fun for like five minutes. What's the next thing? Yeah. 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 But I mean, I think the way I see the way I see filmmaking is like, you can a bit like comedy maybe. I mean, I can't say cause I've not really done it, but I imagine, you know, you do your first thing, which will be quite low budget. And then maybe if it goes well, you can start to go up and up and then, you know, maybe eventually start to do something quite big. I think the, the thought of that is quite exciting. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, because it's hard as well. It's like, you, I think about like, what do I actually want to be, you know, in life? Like When you grow up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what do you actually, because it's like over here, there's not a lot of opportunities for comedians, really. There's like, there's like three or four TV shows that are quite good, but then TV's not the same as it was even 10 years ago. You know, it's like you used to get on one of these shows and then your social media following and everything could explode, but it's not really like that. Now you can go on a thing and nobody really cares. Cause it's just, you know, everyone watches Netflix now. Um, but why do you, may I ask to interrupt you? Why do you need the, sure. sh- why do you need the show angle or the film? I mean, you could do the same thing independently on YouTube. No. Well, okay. So the show angle is, is down to it's, it's, it's money. You'd get paid quite a lot. And also you could, if you raise your profile, then when you do a tour, if you start selling out the tour and then you go to bigger size rooms, that that's potentially a lot more money. Right. that, That could really help with films. I've just, like I was saying, I've just been a massive film fan. And like, I used to go when I was like 18, went to like film festivals for the first time and stuff. Went to the Berlin Film Festival with my university when I was 18. I absolutely loved that. So yeah, I'd love that. Is that when the wall came down or was it? That yeah. was when the wall came down. It was that day. <laughs> How old are you again? <laughs> I'm 31. Yeah. So that was 20, I think 2011, 2010 or 2011 when I went. Robert Chubb, take, bring down that yeah. wall. You heard him say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could hear it coming down when we were in the cinema watching, um, you were enjoying a movie and you're like, Hey, there's a fucking wall coming down. It's pretty big here. Apparently we're no longer in the East Germany area. Now we're just Germany. (laughs) Oh yeah. We left and it was, yeah, it was completely different. We came (laughs) in, it was East Germany. We left. It was just Germany. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't be in East Germany. You wouldn't be watching the film in the communist bit. Why not? Maybe that's West Germany, right? No, I, I, I don't think you're allowed to do a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, the last five minutes of the pod (laughs) no it's great all right we were talking about ukraine and uh you were big on russia (laughs) yeah and i I disagree with the i'm against the fall of the berlin wall (laughs) i'm part of (laughs) i think we should bring it back up yeah i'm part of a group that believes that (laughs) that's our thing we should bring it back (laughs) Um, that'd be a funny movement to start again bring back the wall what so you're saying i should make a film (laughs) you're saying i should make a film that just goes on youtube uh i wouldn't say film because that's going to be very difficult i would say like keep doing i would i don't know man i mean like who cares about my two cents but like the sketches Mm -hmm. to me are are really what's quality in the content you can kind of grow with the sketches you can always and you can make some money from those if they get good enough like i would i would Mm -hmm. say look at a guy like like Shane Gillis. I don't know if you know Shane Gillis. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. He was an SNL writer and then mm-hmm. they, they canned him. And then he started first doing stand up. I think he, I don't know if he was doing stand up before that, but he started doing stand up after, um, 
SNL more seriously. And then he has his own YouTube channel. Um, I forgot what it's called. Shane and something. And he just makes like really quality, funny sketches. And sometimes there's like five, ten people involved. And they're like, I don't know, they're so good. They're, it's like they're blips of high quality, like filmmaking a sketch form. And then mm. once you have a big, big enough audience, you can probably like either go to a network and get a deal. Or well, if maybe you have you a big a audience, Patreon. you can do you can anything, do anything, right? That's the thing. I Mine isn't that big yet. I'm hoping, I'm trying to grow it. Um, so that's why for me now, it's like if I put a lot of effort into like a sketch or something, it might not get that many views. Like um, we've talked about this. That's going to be, that's normal. That's like to be expected. Yeah. But I mean, you look at the acting school videos that you like, they've not got very many views on YouTube. They've all got none. None of them have even got like 10,000 views. And I think they're really good. And I put so much work in. Um, So that's where that's kind of hard. Whereas at least if you, I think if you do a feature film, it's just something different. And it's the same grind though. You know, it's the same yeah. grind. Like the comedy grind is the identical grind in sketch comedy on YouTube. It's like, there's that same process. Like you almost got to look at it. I think, cause I've seen a lot of these sketch channels and some of them take years to blow up. It's the same grind. It's like, you gotta, there, your videos are good, but like, you just gotta keep making good videos. And eventually like you kind of, in a, in a weird motivational speaker guy, it's like, you gotta no, be a little yeah. bit undeniable. Yeah. You just gotta yeah. keep doing it. I like, will. You, why did yeah. you think your comedy was going to work out? Yeah, that's true. Um, I've started a video podcast. Oh, sweet. Let's go. Yeah. So like... uh, You talked to me about that three years ago and and you finally started it. Did I? Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. You were asking me like, oh, how do you set up like the Zencaster and mics and stuff? This is like, Uh, I remember two or three years ago. Yeah. Well, I've started a thing with a friend. So there's there's a comedy club in London called 21 Soho that have a podcast studio downstairs. And they basically produce the whole thing for us. Um, which is great. So we get to turn up and mainly just focus on the thing. Um, we've only just started, so we've only got like five or six episodes out. Uh, but oh, we're going to be doing. This on your... I've put it on going, Instagram, and I, oh, I've put it I up in places. What yeah. What the fuck? I never saw a clip before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're blacklisted, dude. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. They fucking did it, man. On Ramadan, do you cunts? I know, right? I know, and that's and Twitter as well is so bad now. The algorithm's completely dead, isn't it? Oh, so like fuckers. no one sees anything. Yeah, keep going. What's the part about? Uh, it's called "Got a Problem, Mate," and it's just uh, we. It's like a we we solve listeners' problems and our guests' problems, but mainly it's just oh, a fun. vehicle for Shoot us to mess around. You know exactly. Yeah, because we know how like how in the UK like there's been a bit of a boom of video podcasts. I know America's always been ahead with the podcasting massively and they were obviously Rogan or whatever was already huge, but like um, a few, some people started some video podcasts like at the start of lockdown and they got huge, like massive, massive, you know, and they've got these Patreons now that are making them ridiculous, stupid amounts money. of money. Yeah. So we thought we'd, uh, we'd try a bit of that as well. Not that we want to get, we're not aiming for the same kind of um, same level of success as these people, but I thought if we can just do something fun and boost our own profiles, you know, we'll see where we are in a year. Maybe if it works out, I mean, yeah. it sounds like it's very little time for you and it sounds like a fun time, maybe even a good place to come up with new ideas and bounce mm-hmm. stuff off comedians. Yeah. 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 It's, that, it's that. just comedians, right? It's like only comedians pod. Or no? Uh, no, it's um, all oh, sorts really? of people. Yeah. So I'm going to try and get some like film directors on and stuff and, musicians and things and uh yeah we don't want to limit it to just comedians because so many other podcasts are doing that so we thought we'd try and branch out a little bit so we had um we actually had a big food critic on one of the episodes and that was great that was a lot of oh fun. my god guy fieri this is a guys if you go on uh <laughs> zafra case guy fieri. is he a food I critic <laughs> i don't know what to call that man yeah i don't know holy shit it's guy fieri everyone (laughs) and Bilal's making some sort of traditional middle eastern meal and he's trying it out this is unbelievable yeah 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 we're we're gonna try like i said we just started so i'm gonna try and get some big guests on and stuff but um yeah so far it's mainly people we're friends with yeah yeah so i'm hoping i'm doing a lot of things now I'm, i'm trying to do a lot of stuff to try and get to the next level of you know building a fan base and everything so 
I'm hoping it will it will get somewhere soon. Are you uploading any clips from your uh, from your comedy as well, or no? Uh, not really. I'm gonna from the no. new special. Um, I don't really. You know, it's quite hard. It's it's hard to film stuff well because like I've tried putting phones at the back of the room and stuff, but the lighting can look really bad and the sound quality be, can be quite poor. So like, I've got this special that's been filmed properly, and I'm gonna yeah, I'll stick some clips on there when it's time for for that to come out. I Can you not hire that. like a videographer for the, for a night or two? And I guess so. With, yeah. Why, why wouldn't you do that? I guess. I guess I could. The, the thing is, it's what's kind of hard is that you don't want to give away too much of your material as well. Sure. I get it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things trying to find a balance of that is a bit tricky. A lot of people upload crowd work, which I'm not really interested in doing. Right. Um, those are big. Those get popular. On, I know. On I know. Socials, like, unfortunately. Heckler destroyed and all of that stuff. And it's videos aren't even that good really, but people love them. Um, Are you uploading on other platforms as well? I didn't know. I don't know if I asked you that. No, it's mainly Twitter, mainly Twitter. And I I Instagram. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram are the two. And then um, I have, I have a, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead, Keep going. I was just gonna say, I have a, I'm verified on TikTok, but I don't use it. I know, right? I should I should have cut you off. Actually, now I'm really yeah. You that. should have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so wait, why don't you upload on YouTube Shorts and and TikTok as well? Uh, I need to do more. Basically, I do. I put a lot of stuff on YouTube. Uh, not a lot of stand up, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm just, Dude, hire I'm out for that. Like, don't if you're doing if you can afford like a editor. Like, I'll give you my guy. He'll just like hire him out. He'll upload everything for you. Make the clips. Like, that's mm. and it's such a low. To me, it seems like a really low um, ROI. Like you get a clip on five fucking platforms, they do, they upload everything, and you just off to the races, you know? Yeah, I will. I definitely am going to do that with the new special. It's just, um, yeah, I've I've never hired anyone to just film. I mean, I've had I've done these gigs where they the thing is like you do it for free, but they film it for you, and that's kind of right. That. And I, I did one where the audience were just awful, <laughs> like really, really. Are you dead sure audience. it wasn't? No, it was oh, everyone. Yeah, but it was like, it was quite a small venue, right? And it was in the middle of summer and it was completely packed and it was just so hot in there. Like everyone was sweating on stage as well. And it just wasn't, wasn't <laughs> If ideal. they could have captured, uh, you, there's a way you could have fixed that. If they could have just captured the audience for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and never at one point shown you on stage and it's just <laughs> them sweating profusely and your <laughs> voice in the background and yeah, not a single have. laugh <laughs> content i'd watch that whole thing yeah yeah <laughs> um no i mean to be honest it's quite useful speaking to you about stuff like that because i'm working so hard on so many things now that yeah. i don't kind of stop to think about the other things i, I should be doing if you know what i mean but it is hard man like i i, I, I get, get it burn out you know get burnt out sometimes from doing too much do you ever get that Yes, dude. I have two jobs and three mistresses. Of course, I get burned out. <laughs> you out of your mind? I'm dating three Latinas right now in Spain. Like, you think I'm not burned out? I'm always checking behind my fucking back, making sure I'm not getting stabbed by one of these. Like, well, I mean, I don't. Why have you decided to do that? It sounds like you've made things really difficult for yourself. You couldn't have said that in a more British way. You're like, why have you decided to do this? <laughs> sounds like a horrendous idea, my lord. Yeah. yeah. I'm kidding. I'm obviously not three of them. I mean, if I could, yeah. I would. It's just, it's yeah. tough to eat. Even one is a handful, mm. you know? Think about like a normal female and multiply their needs. And Think about a normal female. <laughs> and multiply their <laughs> needs by 2x. That's your average Latina. How is Spain? Oh, buddy, it's beautiful. You got to come visit. You got to, like, I know yeah, you're busy. Yeah, like come, come visit. I actually currently have a YouTuber friend and staying as well, Big Flex. I'm not going to. Not gonna drop his name. We're gonna do a pod later. Uh, mm-hmm. We're having the best, the best time. We can ride bikes. We can go to the beach, have some tapas. Mm. Bring the wife. Hey, come on, dude, have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I we do want to go stay. away somewhere. So, um, put, put me on your so? short list. Put me on okay. your short list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd love to have you. Do you think you'll stay out there for a while? I've said you, this before, that. and I'll say it again. And I will leave. In a body bag, and that's my only condition. Oh. <laughs> I will not be leaving in any you other. You don't want to get buried. Body bag. You don't want to have your funeral there. I, I want some dead body. I don't care. I don't care. 
<laughs> you don't want once I'm uh, dead, it doesn't matter. You don't want to be buried at sea. That might happen. I'd love to be buried on the beach, and then some random kids playing fo- football with his dad, and then oh my god, what is that? Oh my god, it's a dead body. Like I would love that. If it's I could a dead terrible. content creator. <laughs> <laughs> dad, I think it's a TikToker from 2012. Oh my god, it's gross. <laughs> he starts putting the sand back on my head. Yeah. no i I love spain dude and i and the thing is like i also have so many crazy stories and i I don't know like what i should do with them i have so many crazy stories and uh it's i don't know in a weird way i don't want my life to be content but another way it's like this content is so fire why not though if you've got funny experiences (sighs) why not i mean you know you if you're not if you're not talking about other people um mm, other specific yeah, people that's when it can be a bit weird you know but um if it's just your got, experiences i got robbed here um oh. once pretty funny i almost got killed by the italian mob also oh. pretty funny uh all of these stories in a way are pretty hilarious and mm. you know looking at it now yes yeah <laughs> saying it out loud like you're not gonna visit now spain after i've told you that oh, uh, yeah. trust me it's safe it's safe it's all good i'm sorry i didn't mean that I just don't know. There's something weird about turning everything that happens into content. I don't know what it is. Maybe I just need to get over that, but Mm. there's a lot that happens here. I know what you mean, but I think it completely depends on what you're talking about because like in, um, there's a thing in, in like at the Edinburgh fringe here, there's a thing where like people will take very serious stories from their life. Like, um, like a loved one nearly dying or like really just dark stuff, which I think, right that shouldn't i think that stuff shouldn't really be on stage a lot of the time personally like i've had you know i've had horrible stuff happen in my life very you know difficult times and things with family and all sorts of things but right. it's like that's it's personal i get um, it i'm with you on so, that like that that yeah. should be sacred i think so but there's people that will talk about you know all sorts of like very very personal stuff um it yeah in a weird way, I'm also kind of getting better at the same story, like like the Italian mob story. Like I've told that to like seven friends now, and I've really cut it down from like it was ten minutes. I've cut it down to five. I think I get it down to three. Well, there you and go. It's like just leave the funny bits in and leave the slightly well, scary you go. stuff You've out. Got to go say that on stage. That's it. That's it. Yeah, maybe one day. Inshallah, right? Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we end on that. Yeah. Uh, tell the people what you're doing like plug whatever you gotta plug you got a YouTube channel you got a yeah. wife if you wanna plug her she's probably great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she um, lets you have that nice just, studio apartment exactly exactly yeah um, Zaffer Cakes Z-A-F-A-R Cakes is my thing on Twitch and I'm pretty sure YouTube you'll find me that way as well Twitter Instagram everything uh, yeah I'm doing stand up all the time all over the place hopefully abroad a bit more as well yes um, yes it's just I'm about the offers, really. It's just it's about if someone can sort you out with a nice thing and flights and everything, really. If it's, you I'll know. get you a nice bedroom. It's a nice studio. I'll give you a hundred bucks for uh, twenty minutes uh, at a random bar in Valencia that's uh, bilingual. Uh, flights, I think it's like probably I, I can get you on a good weekend, maybe forty pounds. Okay. It won't be a quality flight that you're accustomed to because you're a big shot, obviously. But yeah. Ryanair, I will pay for the extra like legroom, maybe. Okay. Uh, if you want well, see when i said someone has to like pay i didn't mean you give me I loads know, of cash to i mean i'm doing well i could you know i'm just yeah. i could well then give me more if you're doing well then i need a better flight okay like i said i'll give you extra leg room on the ryanair flight like that's gonna okay. be great like all right it's a 33 you. pound yeah. flight i'll it's gonna be 40 when Is i'm it? yeah when i splash on you <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. If I get offered anything, I'd, yeah. But, um, yeah, otherwise I'm doing stuff online. I'm, I'm going to have a special out soon. Um, yeah, I've got a full show called Cakes on YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, all of those things. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been nice. Beautiful. A lot of fun. Links to everything that the law is working on probably down below. Thanks again for a fun time, as always. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.